Greetings, I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Well, now the field is cleared of the billionaires, the mega-billionaires. Now it is winnowed down to mere multi-millionaires. That's more like it. Yes, Super Tuesday is now behind us. However, as I mentioned in the previous program, there are yet to be determined the exact delegate count. Bernie Sanders finished with a large enough lead in the great state, the golden sanctuary state of California, that he was declared winner there. But there are all of these mailed-in votes, most California Voters mail in their votes. There are votes mailed in from abroad by Democrats abroad who are identified as California voters. And then there are provisional ballots where it is not determined at the time that they vote whether they are eligible to vote or not. And so this is going to continue on for the next two to three weeks to determine what is the actual factual vote count. However, it has been sufficiently determined that Bernie Sanders earned top prize in California. Joe Biden fared very strongly, very well, because of strength, not so much among the Mexican voters, not so much among the young voters, the enthusiastic rah, rah, rah Bernie supporters, but among the white, the Caucasian voters. I don't know. I haven't seen the breakdown. I don't know how he fared among the Oriental Asian community, which makes up a very large portion of the voters, the voting public, the Democrat voting public, and so forth. But other than California, Bernie didn't fare so well, shockingly enough, despite the experts' predictions. Yes, he still managed to win Utah, but he did not secure Massachusetts. Massachusetts went to Joe Biden. Oh, yes, Massachusetts. Isn't that the state that Senator Elizabeth, Native American Indian, Warren, claims as home? The state that she represents 
in the U.S. Senate. Isn't that the state? Strangely enough, she did not win in Massachusetts. She did not play second in Massachusetts. She finished third in her home state. One of her two home states. Remarkable. The best she could fare out of all of these Super Tuesday contests was third place. That was the best that she could do. Third place. But something of a lackluster showing. Meanwhile, as I opined in the last program, I didn't see Maine really going for Bernie. And the reason that I felt the way that I did about that was because hardcore socialists just haven't fared that well in Maine. No. Leftist Republican women have, yes, very well. And leftist Democrats, and there is no other kind, contrary to what the experts would tell us, leftist Democrats have. And then the occasional quasi-conservative independents have for statewide office. But in the U.S. Senate, it has been leftist Republican women for decades. (laughs) And for president, not exactly conservative by any stretch of the imagination, but not those that are known to be hard-left socialists. Instead, mainstream Democrats has been the preference. So I was something less than surprised that Maine actually factually followed along its usual path. The only thing that I thought could come a cropper was that I thought perhaps there would be tugs at the heartstrings for Liz Warren with her being practically in a neighbor state, such a short distance removed from Maine, and being a member of the fairer sex, and Native American Indian. Uh, There's a significant Native American Indian presence in Maine. But anyway, no, no, Lizzie did did not fare so well. But Joe Biden racked up Maine. Remarkable, according to the experts, but actually should have been predicted. I predicted it. But I, but anyway, let's get past that. Joe Biden swept the South. And did so resoundingly. He had help from the likes of United States Congressman Jim Clyburn, to be sure. But he was dominant across the South. What I call the South. From, you know, the Mason-Dixon line down. Virginia, North Carolina, Alabama, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Texas. For me, Texas was a toss-up state. 
between Bernie and Joe. Bernie has managed to, dare I say, con so many Mexican voters into supporting him. He has become the Che Guevara of American politics. Bernie. But, no, I know, Che was not Mexican, but has appealed to them as being this champion of Mexican and Latino and Hispanic peoples. He's a socialist. He's, frankly, a Marxist, but shh, don't tell anybody that. (laughs) Don't, Don't let anybody know about that. But Bernie, multimillionaire Bernie, did not fare badly, but he certainly fell short of the anticipated results. Losing Minnesota, the assist, the significant assist given to Joe Biden from Amy Klobuchar closed the deal there along with his that in concert with his tremendous success in South Carolina. But it was remarkable as far as about Massachusetts winning there. It was stated that he had (laughs) virtually no infrastructure in Massachusetts. And I read that he didn't spend any money on advertising or something to that effect. And, you know, how do you do that against Bernie Sanders, who's been campaigning there like he has in California for years and was confident he was going to seize Massachusetts? He did not. He fell short. Massachusetts has heavy ethnic population. Massachusetts, another sanctuary state. But, anyway, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden took both of Liz Warren's home states. Her birth state, Oklahoma, speaking of Native American population, And her adopted state, Massachusetts. Joe Biden took them both. He's on a roll, you could say. Meanwhile, Bernie, of course, had built up massive, massive lead in California. And that was not going to be denied. But. You've perhaps heard or seen or read that now Secret Service details, United States Secret Service details are going to be assigned to the remaining candidates, the remaining major candidates, not some others that are hanging on, hoping for you know, something to be given a top job in an administration, in a Democrat administration. But the two top Democrat vote-getters, they're going to receive details. And I was shocked 
and frankly horrified to see that it was published, it was printed, what names the Secret Service has assigned to them. I mean, where did they get that information? I I just, that's mind-boggling that that would be printed, that that would be published. (laughs) That compromises the safety of the two men and the details assigned to them. Just extraordinarily, breathtakingly irresponsible journalism. But I'm not going to repeat those names, but yes. Funny, of course, that (laughs) the claims from the Sanders team that the Democrat establishment, the Democrat Party establishment was conspiring, colluding, and so forth to stop Bernie Sanders. Sounds strangely similar to what the president has been tweeting, the tweeter-in-chief has been tweeting. But more on that in a little bit. Now, Joe Biden, he did continue to enjoy overwhelming support from black voters, African-American voters in these states. But, again, California, only 7% of the population supposedly was black American. African-Americans. And yet he did very strongly, very well. Surging. And that was due to white voters who were not youths. (laughs) But Joe Biden had a uh, little stump speech tagline that he delivered in Los Angeles. Quote, People are talking about a revolution, referring to Sanders, of course. We started a movement, end quote. So people are talking about a revolution. We started a movement. Meanwhile, Sanders, Bernie Sanders, he said, quote, you cannot beat Trump with the same old, same old kind of politics, end quote. What's interesting, though, about that is that Bernie Sanders' politics is same old, same old politics. It's the same old, same old political activist politics of Marxism, of socialism. It's not something new. The only thing new about it is the use of new technology. But Bernie Sanders, Team Sanders, is releasing new campaign ads, flooding the air with them, especially in the upcoming states. 
to be contested. Florida, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio, Washington State, Mississippi and Missouri, Arizona, Idaho, flooding the airwaves with these ads. Two of the ads attack Biden on this and that. One of the ads makes nice with Barack Hussein Obama. Tries to get some of that stardust applied from Obama to Sanders. Almost as if passing the torch from Obama beyond, over, around his former Veep, Vice President Biden, to Bernie Sanders. It's laughable, really, but, you know, people are swayed by all kinds of things. One thing that I thought was so hilarious was mention that Joe Biden, he drew support from a broad coalition of moderates and conservatives. I have news for you. Promoting induced abortion. Promoting the sodomite agenda. That is not moderate. And all of these candidates do. So Democrat voters that are voting for them, supporting them, providing funds to them, contributing to their campaigns, getting involved in grassroots activism, or again, merely voting. They are not moderates because those whom they are supporting are not moderates. There's nothing moderate about induced abortion. There's nothing moderate about the sodomite agenda. But beyond that, to claim that there are conservative Democrats. It's so funny. It's like the conservative Jewish synagogues. They're anything but conservative. The conservative branches of Judaism, those that could be considered, reasonably considered conservative, are the Orthodox and the Ultra-Orthodox, and the Hasidim. But those that are actually called conservative are leftist. They're just not as far left as those who are termed other things, you know, moderates. But so too here. There are no Democrat conservatives. What about blue dog Democrats? Lots of luck finding those. Any people that vote Democrat are part of the problem. They've been supporting an evil party 
agenda promoted by an evil party for a long time. That has been going on for such a long time. For more than a half century now. So to be supporting that, to be voting for them, that is not conservatism by any possible description. But neither is it moderate. Neither is it liberal. What is the true meaning, definition of liberal? From the Bible, it is generous. There's nothing generous about induced abortion. There's nothing generous about the sodomite activist agenda. But hide behind these labels, these titles, by all means. Meanwhile, former President George W. Bush, current president, incumbent president Donald Trump, they have variously claimed to be conservative Republicans, which neither one of them was nor is. But Bernie Sanders, what was his success built upon? Exactly what I have said was his core constituency, not some vast, diverse coalition. That's complete crock. It is two groups more than any others, overwhelmingly two groups, Mexican-American voters and youths below the age of 30. Don't trust anyone over 30. From 18 through 29, those are his core constituencies. Hardly a diverse coalition. Diverse coalition is a lie, a ridiculous lie. Meanwhile, Joe Biden drew from many different groups. But California was thanks very largely to white voters, Caucasian, what have you, in addition to black Americans African-Americans. He did get votes of Mexican-Americans, but Bernie got the lion's share of their votes as he got the lion's share of the youth vote. But some would take umbrage, take exception with me referring to 29 through the age of 18 as being youths. Okay, 18 is youths. 19 maybe use, but 29? Okay, quibble about it if you will. It's the youth vote. But, and 18 through 21 shouldn't be voting. But of course, we had this great leftist initia, initiative provided to democratize the nation. 
to allow teenagers to utter, utter foolishness. No, no, it wasn't foolishness as far as those who were behind it. It was foolishness by those who allowed it and accepted it, but not those who promoted it. It was promoted by the leftists, the socialists, the Marxists, because they knew, the fascists, they knew that this group was the most easily controlled for their purposes. Contrary to the benefit of the nation. Contrary to what was good for this nation. Contrary to what this nation was created to be, intended to be. But, in Virginia, where Biden won, Michael Bloomberg, spent more than $12 million. Joe Biden's campaign spent less than $200,000. Joe Biden won. It's funny, much has been made of not only Michael Bloomberg now exiting the race, but of Michael Bloomberg throwing his support behind Joe Biden. What support? What support does Michael Bloomberg really have? You know, just scratch the surface of it. He doesn't have support. It's like saying this commander, this king, is going to merge his army together with yours. Great, so your army is 200,000 men, and this mighty rich king, he's going to lend you the support of 200 soldiers. Outstanding. That will just make a fabulous difference. No. (laughs) It's just, it is ridiculous. Meanwhile, we forge on in the exciting near future seeking to reach that magic number of 1,991 named delegates. Of course, Bernie, Team Bernie, Team Sanders, is trying to work it out so that if he reaches a simple plurality, that it will be conceded to him that if he has more delegates than anybody else, even though short of 1991, if nobody reaches 1,991 and he has the most, he wants it to be conceded to him. Why should we abide by any rules, regulations, laws, or anything else? That is the Bernie way. Yes. Michael Bloomberg, vain, arrogant, megalomaniac, 
extreme leftist activist. If you see the causes he has supported, endorsed, started, initiated, backed, extreme leftist big brother government with the most absurd things, outlawing big gulp drinks, you know, just extreme command and control of the electorate. Jewish Michael Bloomberg, Jewish Bernie Sanders. Why is it that so many Jews are this way? But so very many are. So very many Jews, genetic Jews, are members of the synagogue of Satan. So many of them support extreme leftist causes. You would think after the Holocaust committed by the Nazis, after the bigger Holocaust committed by the Soviet Union under Joseph Stalin, you would think that these people would be driven to godliness. No, 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 no. Instead, they side with the evil time and time and time again. Reject Christ and in so doing reject God so that any religiosity that they have is a show and a sham, devoid of God But what a pity when you consider Jesus said salvation is of the Jews. And yet what has become of the Jews? Just beyond pathetic. But Michael Bloomberg, in suspending, as they call it, his campaign, after spending, you know, two-thirds of a billion dollars. They're making it out like, wow, what a generous, spirited fellow. No, he invested it in himself. And this was out of a fortune of some $70 billion. This is chump change. If he could, by merely spending $1 billion, or $2 billion, or $3 billion, or $7 billion, To have become president? That's cheap. Really. But anyway, he is bowed out after taking a real beating. And as I said (laughs) in the program, not the last program which I did last night and uploaded it, just after midnight, in the program before that, earlier yesterday, much earlier, I referred to Michael Bloomberg as chief for life of American Samoa. My recommendation to him in that program was that Michael, after receiving the endorsement of this 
American Samoan chief, that Michael Bloomberg buy American Samoa. I know, I know, how can you do such a thing? But when you've got $70 billion and you've got connections, I think it could happen. I think it could be done. And then Michael could pull the strings and have himself appointed chief for life of American Samoa. And that is the only place he carried on the strength of that endorsement. Too funny, but... Meanwhile, you will be seeing these ads. First, they are coming to all of these other primary states. And if you're not in one of those states, you may have to wait a little bit longer to see these Bernie Sanders ads attacking Biden regarding trade and social security. Namely, Joe Biden's record on those two things. And then this other ad that, again, it makes nice with Barack Hussein Obama, whom Biden has stated is on the record that Bernie Sanders seriously contemplated challenging Barack Hussein Obama, making a primary challenge in 2012. But this ad in which he attempts to make it seem as if Barack Hussein Obama is more in tune with, in agreement with, and supportive of Bernie Sanders than Joe Biden. It is hilarious that they are going to this extent, not just creating the ad, but spending a great deal of money on airing that ad trying to win over especially black Americans, African Americans, but others. It is uh, rather funny, I think, but anyway. So this next series of primaries is on March 10th, then followed by primaries on the 17th. So on the 10th, Michigan, Missouri, and Mississippi, among others. And then, on the 17th, Ohio, Florida, and Arizona. Ohio and Florida and Michigan especially being key states, loaded with delegates. So, should be exciting. But <laughs> we can look forward to just you know all manner of exciting things. I find it hilarious when Bernie Sanders is referred to as a progressive, a progressive independent. One of my sisters calls herself a progressive. And I just, <laughs> I just think it is just hilarious. He's a progressive. Well, moving on from this. Again, I mentioned this before, but it, it is remarkable that Joe Biden carried Massachusetts 
with no ground game, no campaigning. He did not campaign in Massachusetts. He campaigned in neighboring New Hampshire quite a bit. And so that is right up against Massachusetts, immediate neighbor to the north of Massachusetts. But that still isn't the same as campaigning in the state. So kudos to Joe Biden. Speaking of Massachusetts, Liz Warren, Elizabeth, Native American, Indian, Warren. She is contemplating what to do next. Now, right now it is approaching 6 p.m. Eastern time. And so maybe there's been an announcement. I don't expect if she does suspend her campaign, I don't expect her to announce it until tomorrow. You know, give it a day, Liz. But quoting Roger Lau, Elizabeth's campaign esteemed campaign manager. Quote, she's going to take time right now to think through the right way to continue this fight. This decision is in her hands, and it's important that she has the time and space to consider what comes next. End quote. Yes, Roger. Yes, this decision is in her hands. That's big of you, Roger, to say this decision is in her hands. You mean it's not in your hands, Roger? You're not going to decide for her? Shocker there. But it has been opined that Liz intends to continue on soldier on. She has, in fact, said previously that she would do so, that she would continue on. But it has been suggested that she would do that to try to pick up as many delegates as she could and then to get into a contested convention And who knows, maybe on the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 10th, 30th, 99th ballot (laughs) that they turn to her. They draft Liz, you know. (laughs) I think that is a little bit fanciful, personally. At this stage of the game, pardon me for calling it a game, but at this stage of the game, I happen to believe that Liz, if she stays in it, will only be staying in it because she hasn't been able to cut a favorable enough deal with one of the major candidates. Would Joe Biden cut a deal with Liz Warren? Why? Why would he do that? Why not with Amy Klobuchar, who has been instrumental here over the past few days? to enabling him to win Minnesota and helping him in Texas and so forth. Why Liz Warren? (laughs) Well, uh, especially with Amy supposedly being 
much more in line with Joe Biden and her again, endorsing him, supporting him, you know, campaigning for him for a few days, throw her a sop, name her his vice presidential nominee, appointee, whatever you want to call it, because, of course, if he doesn't become president, then, you know, he's not. But does it become Veep? Why Liz Warren? Why would you do that? To appeal to the Native American peoples across this nation? I doubt it. You know, her, her standing, her stature with the Native American community across this nation is not strong. <laughs> so why? In order to appeal to all of those rabid abortion activists who comprise a significant share of her supporters? Maybe, but hey, Joe's been big on induced abortion. He doesn't need to bring in Liz for that. He can bring in Amy for that. You know, I mean, again, pick any Democrat candidate for that, frankly. But if he feels the need to have a female vice president, there are many to choose from aren't there? But uh, Bernie Sanders, on the other hand, Bernie Sanders, Team Sanders, is pressuring Liz to drop out. That's right. Team Sanders. Specifically, Muslim, Islamic, Islamist, Ilhan Omar who recently divorced her husband, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, who is extreme. (laughs) Revolution. Yes, along with AOC. Ocasio-Cortez. But uh, Ilhan, she is operating as a surrogate for Bernie Sanders and is pushing for Elizabeth Warren to drop out. The funny thing here is this, is that even though Elizabeth Warren has been linked with Bernie Sanders as representing the same agenda, which again is just a matter of degrees separated from the agenda of the Democrat Party, but degrees matter, right? So the question is, her various supporters who are supposedly ideologically diverse, (laughs) right, ideologically diverse, are there any supporters of Liz Warren that are not pro-abortion, pro-induced abortion? Are there any? Are there any supporters of Liz Warren that are not pro-sodomite agenda? Are there any? And on it goes. Are there any supporters of Liz Warren that are not feminist to the core? (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, there are the progressives. (laughs) You know, but they are ideologically diverse. Well, anyway, the question is, are all of her supporters then going to go to Bernie? Or will many of them go to Joe? (laughs) So, in other words, 
Liz's dropping out of the contest may not break as favorably for Bernie Alinsky Sanders as he hopes. Rest assured, his surrogate, Ilhan Omar, is not making this push to get Liz out of the race. She's not doing that unilaterally, okay? Yes, she may be somewhat of a loose cannon, but she is not doing that on her own. But, anyway, it is exciting. I failed to mention, and the time has gotten away from me, whatever is right and true and good in these programs, in After All is Said and Done, is thanks to God Almighty and His Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Whatever's lacking, erring, deficient, that is on me. That's due to me. That's my fault. Brad Thomas. So, what about this with regard to President Trump and Bernie Sanders? Both making these extreme claims, downright attacks on the Democrat Party establishment for conspiring to steal the nomination from Bernie Sanders. How is it possible they're in agreement on this? But they are. It's it's phenomenal. But, you know, both Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders, these strange bedfellows, they have headed up political revolutions. They operate in their campaigning in unorthodox ways. Not just their campaigning, but but their campaigning. They have supposedly, purportedly engaged in politics in new ways. Profound new ways. They have generated extreme enthusiasm among their followers largely, too, noted among their young supporters, their youth voters. Very enthusiastic. And they have obtained funding from multitudes of followers in smaller amounts by making great use of social media. When I say great, I'm referring to large use, massive use. I'm not referring to greatness. Well, looking beyond these next primaries that are coming at us fast and furiously here on March 10th, March 17th, going into the Democrat presidential convention and then on to the general election. Again, whatever happens on the Democrat side of the aisle is just a difference of degrees, that's all. I fully expect that Liz will cut a deal with Bernie Sanders and will join him as his running mate. However, that may not happen. It's up to Bernie. Bernie is in the commanding position, and he will decide whether that is in his interest. And if she does join him, not merely endorses him, but joins him, if he names her early on, well before the convention, 
early on, soon, this month, the sooner the better for him, that definitely will pull more of her support his way than her merely endorsing him. The fact of her being named to be his running mate, that is going to sway those who are in doubt, who may not be thrilled with Bernie per se, but the fact of Liz being made number two on that ticket, I think that will get almost all of them over there. It would be a a rare exception that would hold out. Whereas if she merely drops out and endorses him, that's a different matter. But what do we have to look forward to? Bernie Sanders reaching 1991 or Joe reaching 1991 before the convention, you know, going into the convention and it not being a contested convention. Well, that's so exciting. And then Joe can stumble all over himself and and name Hillary his VP. That would be colossal error. But it's fine with me. I, you know, whatever, whatever Joe wants to do. Or he can name one of these others. Amy Klobuchar. Pete Buttigieg. Kamala Harris. And the list goes on. Meanwhile, Bernie Sanders, Bernie, he could name AOC as his VP. Wouldn't that be exciting? Hmm. From bartender to vice president in the blink of an eye, (laughs) you know, pretty good promotion. She is smart. She may have been a bartender, but she is a smart individual. Cunning, crafty, tough, hard-nosed, extreme leftist, Marxist. Not to be underestimated. She's no Barbara Mikulski, okay? She is not. Ilhan Omar, oh, goodness. (laughs) That is, uh, but anyway, again, Liz Warren. Liz Warren is an obvious choice for Bernie. But, especially when he has such great support with Mexican-Americans already, he doesn't need to go ethnic, right? But, likewise, Joe Biden has such great support with black Americans, African Americans, that he doesn't have to go ethnic. But it would nonetheless help either one to do that. It would help Bernie Sanders to go black American, African American. It would help Joe Biden to go Mexican American. And of course, I fully expect both of them, either one that gets (laughs) that chooses, that goes ahead and names someone sooner rather than later that they will name a woman. But such outstanding women to choose from. Really exciting. Something to look forward to. And then 
They duke it out with the Donald. Fabulous. Really fabulous. Again, understand, this nation, this sole world superpower, supposedly, how like the Roman Empire, which fell, really, most certainly because of its depravity, its rebellion against God, its wickedness, but also helped along by massive immigration by multitudes of peoples who were not loyal to the Roman Empire and due to wars waged from without. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now if we choose to. Thank you.